Hello and welcome to Chairside Live. I'm your host, Megan Strong, and I'm so glad you're here today because I'm excited to share this important case with you. Dr. Chi was able to directly bond to our camouflage nanohybrid composite to enhance his patient's smile. Check this case out. He's closing diastemas and fixing a missing canine, resulting in a beautiful smile and one happy patient in that chair. Let's go learn more about Camouflage Composite and see what this restorative composite can achieve for your patients. For this case, we have a 22-year-old female that presents with peg laterals and also a congenitally missing maxillary left canine, tooth number 11. Uh, the patient would like to enhance the aesthetics of her smile by closing the diastemas on either side of the laterals. And we certainly have many different options today in dentistry. Um, I will attempt to do this using the most minimally invasive method by applying composite bonding to the mesial and distal surfaces of the laterals. So to plan out what we're going to do for this case, I went ahead and poured up a separate model and waxed the aesthetic areas up. The first thing that I actually did was reduce the length of number 10. The original length is just about even with the central, so we do want to shorten that a little bit for a better aesthetic result. And I did apply wax to the mesial and distal surfaces of both 7 and 10. But to avoid the laterals from appearing too wide, I did apply wax to the mesial portions of the canines, number six, and I say canines, but actually, again, number 11 is missing, so since number 12 is occupying the space of number 11, the maxillary left canine, uh, we're going to attempt to mimic a left canine by extending it. We lengthen it a little bit, and I do bring that mesial surface over. So from the wax up, so I can transfer what I hope to achieve intraorally, I fabricate a putty matrix, and the putty matrix, I position it along the incisal edge, and what this will allow me to see intraorally is the planned position of the incisal edges, and also the scalloping also helps me determine exactly where to position the interproximal areas on each tooth. So for this case, we are going to use the most minimally invasive approach. The only area we're removing tooth structure will be on the incisal edge of number 10. And the rest of the areas, we will apply composite resin. The material I'm planning to use will be the Camouflage Universal. It's a nano-hybrid composite. And it has many desirable properties that will benefit both myself and the patient. So let's go ahead and take a look at the case and see what type of results we can achieve with the camouflage composite veneers. All right, at the start of the case, I do recommend using a Profi cup and pumice to ensure the tooth surfaces are nice and clean. If there is calculus present, it would be prudent to scale those areas to achieve the best possible bonding surface. I place a rubber dam because isolation is very important to avoid contamination since I will perform bonding procedures on multiple teeth. I use the second to smallest hole punch so it will be more constricting at the base of each tooth. For additional stability, I place individual floss ligatures and they also help expose more tooth structure by displacing the soft tissue more apically. 
Prior to isolation, I try in the putty matrix to verify that it seats completely and the rubber dam is not interfering with its seating. If it is, you may need to cut some of the distal portion off. We start the bonding procedure by applying phosphoric acid in a 37% concentration to all of the surfaces we will bond to. Since we are entirely in enamel, we will allow the acid to etch the surfaces for at least 20 seconds. To ensure that the desired area is etched, it's a good idea to apply the acid at least 2 millimeters beyond the anticipated restorative area. For these types of aesthetic bonding cases, it can be challenging to delineate where the resin application should stop since there isn't a margin present. I like this acid etch from Curve because the right viscosity allows me to apply it easily in exact areas without it being too runny or too thick, and it does rinse off very quickly. When applying the etchant to the mesial surfaces of the laterals, I protect the centrals with a clear matrix. You can also use Teflon tape to wrap the centrals, but I like to leave them exposed so I can visualize the distal contours as I'm applying the resin. Once I confirm the enamel surfaces have a frosted appearance, I apply Scotch Bond Universal bonding agent to all of the bonding surfaces. Like the etchant, I extend the bond slightly beyond where I expect to apply the resin. Once it is applied, we air thin the bond to ensure the solvents evaporate. Uh, the solvents are typically very volatile liquids like ethanol, methanol, and water, so they do evaporate very quickly. After drying, we polymerize the material for 10 seconds. I begin the resin application with a spatula-shaped instrument by applying the material as far cervically as possible to establish a new natural emergence profile. Uh, the putty matrix aids in determining the new incisal edge position, and also the interproximal scalloping along the incisal embrasures indicate exactly where I should try to extend the resin application on the proximal surfaces. I use a spatula resin applicator for most of the resin placement and shaping. For some of the finer shaping, an explorer or probe can be used. To fully polymerize the material, we light cure for 20 seconds. Here I am extending the mesial surface of the lateral out to reach the central. I like camouflage because it is actually very quite easy to manipulate intraorally to the desired position and shape. Also a nice benefit is it doesn't actually stick to my instruments, which can certainly be very frustrating. If composite materials stick to your instruments during application, a light coat of bonding agent usually alleviates that issue. In the aesthetic zone, I try to shape the resin close to the final contours as much as possible, uh, but slightly overbulked. Rather than spend too much time smoothing the restoration during the resin application, I find it a bit faster to dial in the final contours during the polishing phase. Camouflage Universal has desirable properties that benefit both myself as the clinician and the patient. It's actually very easy to manipulate intraorally. It has uh, really great wear characteristics, very stain resistant, and it has one of the lowest water absorption rates on the market. What that means is water does not easily diffuse into the polymerized composite, avoiding degradation, and it allows it to maintain its mechanical properties for a longer period of time. Uh, here I'm using a soft flex disc, the uh, coarse variety you can see by the black color and I use it to shorten the length of number 10 by about half a millimeter. The next time I have a similar case, I will definitely do that step at the beginning rather than wait until the end, because leaving it longer can interfere with the seating of the putty matrix. 
A 12 blade is very useful to remove any roughness along the transition between the natural tooth and the resin application. Any overhangs or roughness can lead to gingival inflammation. In order for this to be a healthy addition to this patient's dentition, we need to try to ensure that the margins are indiscernible. The darker colors of the soft flex discs are used primarily for gross reduction, and the lighter ones are used for refining the contours and margins, and also removing any large areas of surface roughness. Uh, the lightest colors allow you to polish the restorations to a high shine. Here I go ahead and check the occlusion, and in this case, I do like to try to use a slow speed round burr to adjust any high spots. It typically will remove the composite material with a minimal effect on the enamel. I finish the restoration with a coarse composite polisher and then a fine composite polisher just to remove any surface scratches. And then I'll finalize the polishing using an aqua brush by Kerr. Uh, they have special impregnated fibers that polishes the composite material to a high shine without the need for an additional paste. Once everything's completed, I check the restorations with floss and ensure that they run smoothly and there aren't any rough areas along the transition to the natural tooth. The patient was very excited about the final aesthetic improvement we were able to provide for her in a single appointment. And I was also very pleased to complete the case with a minimally invasive approach utilizing some of the finest materials and tools available for us in modern dentistry. And one of the nice benefits too is in the future if for any reason we need to repair the restorations that can also be easily accomplished. I hope you enjoyed this week's case of the week and we'll look forward to having you back for a future episode. Back to you Megan. Thank you for that Dr. Chi. And you can go back if you'd like and check out episode number 158 of Chairside Live to see Dr. Mershon place camouflage nanohybrid composite on yours truly. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself and everyone here at Glywell Laboratories, thank you for watching, and I'll meet you right back here next time.